was very kind. So um, Cisco made an interesting comment because I'd been down here giving the message a couple of times, and I felt I, I liked it down there. And, uh, and then yesterday he was here all day messing around, and, and then he put the podium up here. But he was talking about vacuuming, so I thought, okay, he put it up here because so he was vacuuming, whatever. And then we put it back down this morning, and then Cisco showed up and put it back up here. And I said, why? Why did you do that? And he says, well, <laughs> sorry, Cisco, wherever you are, I don't mean to. This, it was just so cute, the way he said. He says, well, you look weird when you're preaching from down there. <laughs> I said, weird? How, how do we look weird? When, well, you can't see it very well. So we're up here. Um, so... Yeah, I got a call last night at 6.30 or so, 6.35, saying the roads are really bad, just not going to be able to make it. And um, so I just, you know, immediately went into panic mode. Not really. I just, I really immediately went to the Lord in prayer and said, okay, Lord, what do you have for me this morning for, for your people? And he gave me a great, I think it's a really going to be fun and uplifting message um, it's on the gift of laughter, so get your laugh on, and um, or be prepared for that. But first, I thought we'd do a couple things that we haven't done in forever. And one of the things I'd like us all to stand. This is a presidential election year. Do you know that it, there's already already so much garbage out there that we don't even know. We can't believe the media, all that stuff. But it's an election year, so we pledge our allegiance to Almighty God, first and foremost, always. But will you join me in saying the Pledge of Allegiance to our flag? Please. Hand over heart. I pledge allegiance. Thank you. All right. Okay, I feel like we're going to get out of here really early today, maybe. So, uh, because, you know, with only having a few hours to prepare, there's, there's not much content here. But I'm excited about today's message, um, the gift of laughter, and why. Why? Why? What's this about laughter? Why? You know, God created us in this unique way to laugh. That's what we're going to explore today. So from infancy to old age, we laugh. We can't help it sometimes, right? It's, just, it's spontaneous. It's organic. It just bubbles out. Can you all tell when somebody laughs and they're, it's a fake laugh. Yeah, you can tell. And, and you're like, oh, what's why? Oh, well. You just kind of give them a, a bye because you've done it yourself, really, you know. But normally, it's, it's very organic. So today, we're going to explore why and what happens when we laugh. 
But first, let's pray. So, Father God, we bless your holy name. We thank you for your presence here today. We thank you for the message that you have for each one of us. We thank you for the gift of laughter. That gift that is healthy for us, strengthening to us, just enjoyable. We thank you for that. Holy Spirit, you know that I know that I need you, especially today, especially right here, right now. And I pray that you would allow these words to come forth with power and life. Father, I'm praying that you will be glorified through this message in some ways, that you will be delighted, and that you will even laugh about it. Give us ears to hear what you want us to hear. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So let me ask a question to start with. In your opinion, generally speaking, do you think God is mostly mad or mostly glad? I mean, there's a lot of sin in this world. There's sex trafficking. There's the there's rape, there's drugs, addictions, there's people committing crimes right and left everywhere you turn. Is God mostly glad or mostly mad? Okay, who all thinks he's mostly glad? All right, who all thinks he's mostly mad? Oh, okay, I didn't see any hands go up. Good, all right. So we're going to start with this song. We're not ready for that uh, screen yet. But this is a song by Julie Meyer, and it's called, it's called, um, okay, so you should be at like four, no, wait, three, screen three. But if you will play that song, listen to these words. I just love this song. It's called Good, Good God by Julie Meyer. Turn it way up there. Come on. Louder.
even in your weakness. Oh, how he loves you. Even in our weakness, he considers us lovely. We have a good, good God. We have a glad, glad Father. He has a happy heart. And he delights in you. Has anybody feasted at the table of the Lord lately? Love is the banner over your life. We feast on his delight. Awesome. Wasn't that an awesome song? Do you believe it? That we have a good, good God, and he's a happy God, and he's a glad God. All right. So, so now we're going to shift gears, and we're going to talk just a little. We're going to give you a little trivia, laughter trivia. Uh, I can't remember where I got this information, so, uh, but it's nothing I created. So this whole message I Googled and stuff, you know, so I'm not taking credit for it. I only put it together. So just so you know, I'm not trying to plagiarize if you ever come across any of this stuff. Um, in this case, it was kind of a time crunch thing, so I just kind of, and I, I edited most of it out anyway, but. So, laughter trivia. I know that there's somebody in here that's going to say, oh, I know a baby who laughed when she was only 15 days old or 13 days old. But they say that babies as young as 17 days old have been observed laughing. That's pretty amazing. What's even more amazing, children born blind and deaf still have the ability to laugh. So how can they see what it looks like to laugh? How can they hear laughter? But they can laugh, okay? So only about 10% of laughter is generated by jo a joke. Dennis, where are you? Dennis, only 10%, no, I'm teasing with him. I love Dennis, I love his jokes. 
I love them. 10 to 15 minutes of laughing can burn up to 40 calories. That's a long time to laugh. How many of you have ever had one of those laughing fits where you're watching something and you can't quit laughing because it's just so hysterical? Doesn't that feel good when you're done? Doesn't, don't you just feel so relaxed and so, ah, that was fun, right? Well, we can never outgrow laughing. Do you, did you know that? You can never outgrow it. Of course, that's obvious, but it's nearly impossible to hate laughing. When you laugh, do you hate it that you're laughing? Okay, so you might hate it that somebody else is laughing. Okay, but anyway, um, oh shoot, I was supposed to read something at the, um, at the 10 to 15 minutes of laughing can burn up to 40 calories. I was supposed to read this here. Um, that is according to a Vanderbilt University study. Researchers, researchers determined that the increase in heart rate, oxygen consumption during those funny moments boosted the burn. Okay? So increased heart rate, oxygen consumption is what boosts the burn. All right, so let me see here. Um, okay. Then the final one, rats and monkeys laugh. Of course, you know, you've all seen the, the play on the monkeys, you know, recording where they uh, could be laughing at something, but really it's there's just mostly their, their, uh, their talk, their chatter. But several scientists have stimulated tickle-induced vocalizations from primates. There's um, a woman by the name of Penny Patterson. She's the pr president of the Gorilla Foundation. I had no idea there was a Gorilla Foundation for starters. I'll just start, I'll just start there. But she says that Coco, who, who knows who Coco is? Okay. He's a very, she is a very popular um, gorilla known for her advanced sign language abilities. That's who Coco is. She said that, so, so back to Penny Patterson, she knows that uh, Coco has a special laugh, a ho-ho-ho sort of laugh for visitors that she likes. So Coco doesn't do that for visitors she doesn't know or doesn't like, but for those she likes. And rats, apparently, uh, have very ticklish necks. I would not be, want to be the one who would find that out. Would you? I mean, come on. But some people, Jack Panksep, Panksep, scientist for the Bowling Green State Research University, and his graduate students tickled the nap of baby rats. The rodents emitted high-pitched frequency chirps that Pancep interpreted as laughter. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to judge. He's the expert. All right. So let's keep moving. Health benefits of laughter. All right. 
Research from Loma Linda University showed that laughing improved the memory of adults in their 60s and 70s. That's a study that proves that out. University, University of Maryland School of Medicine found that hilarious movies improved the function of blood vessels and increased blood flow in the group of 30-something, that age group, 30-something. Other research has shown that laughing helps to improve the immune system, helps to regulate blood sugar levels, and helps to improve sleep. All right. Let's keep moving. Relationships benefits. Uh, relationship benefits of laughter. Couples who laugh together stay together. Anybody ever heard that? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but Robert Levinson, psychology professor at the University of California, Berkeley, invited couples to his lab and asked each partner to discuss something that irritated him or her about the other partner. How would you like to be in that session? You have to tell what irritates you about your partner, to, with your partner sitting right there. Well, the couple who tackled the stressful situation with laughter felt better in a moment and had higher levels of satisfaction in their relationship. They also stayed together longer than couples who didn't crack a smile. All right, next slide. Laughter, this is what Dr. Caroline Leaf, you know, you've heard me talk about Dr. Caroline Leaf uh, probably a couple of times now. She is a brilliant neuroscientist. She's a brilliant brain person. Her, she has written many, many books. She, is, she speaks all over the world. Her theories are groundbreaking, and her research is undeniable. Uh, so all that to say, this woman knows what she's talking about. When she says laughter neutralizes situations, and a neutral situation is a safe space where deep, meaningful relations are made and strengthened. So we can all learn something here about laughing. Let's diffuse the, the fire, if you will. And let's laugh. Let's, let's be happier. Let's be happier in our days. All right. So now we're going to talk about some genetics, scientific genetics about laughter. All right. How many of you know that the laughter gene is the 5-H-T-T-L-P-R. How many of you know that? <laughs> okay, Jay, here's the question just for you. No. <laughs> All right. So the point of this here particular um, slide is, is sense of humor is genetic is genetic in nature, and I'm about to explain to you why that is. Through a Northwestern University study of more than 300 people, those with the short version gene of the H, or 5-HTTLPR, the short version of the gene, are quicker to laugh at cartoons or funny movie clips than those with a longer version of the gene. I should have I had a picture of the gene up there because they look like, I don't know, they, it's hard to describe, but 
uh, evidently there can be shorter ones and longer ones. And the shorter ones, you have a better sense of humor. And the longer ones, you, you are more, a little bit more inclined to lower, subdued, somber thoughts. And, um, and, and, it, and this study was associated originally to dis discover the uh, genetics about depression. So in that study, what they found out then was that the shorter ones have the opposite effect than the longer ones. So you, you got to hope that you are passing on short little H-H or 5-HTTLPRs onto your kids. <laughs> of course, you have no choice in that. I was just teasing. But anyway, all right. So to give you an idea of about these genes, about genetics and DNA, so my son was diagnosed with a condition called Stargardt's disease. Stargardt's is a um, eye disease, disease kind of rare, only 200,000 known cases in um, USA, and if you know anything about statistics, that's fairly low. And um, it's, it's got to do with uh, um, the macula of the eye and how that macula begins to disintegrate. And it's not macular degeneration, uh, but it's kind of related, but it's, just, it's different, and it hits people uh, earlier in their life. My son was diagnosed about when he was about like 42 or so. He's 47 now. And, um, but in order for him to have this condition, he had to have not one but two bad genes. And those genes were the um, ABCA4 gene the ABCA4 gene. So when, when you're born, you have two of those. You get two. You get one from your mom and one from your dad. And if one of them's bad, you're good. No star guards. But if you get one and one that are both bad, or if you get both bad from one parent, you're in trouble with star guards. So that gives you, if that gives you a little bit of an idea of, of the genetics of um, the bad genetics that causes um, hereditary conditions. So my granddaughters, just for a side note, my granddaughters both have one, so they don't have two bad ones because we all got tested for it, and I have a bad one. My husband, my ex, had a bad one. We passed on to him. Um, all right, so anyway... Moving along, let's see. Do you know of anybody who has kind of an Eeyore or personality? They, they can't really take a joke. Do you know of anybody? You're, 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 you know somebody, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Um, anyway, guess what? They could be suffering from geliotophobia. Geliotophobia. Who knows what that phobia is? 
geliotophobia. It's a fear of laughter. Can you believe it? There are people that are afraid of laughter. Um, so if you, if you suffer from geliotophobia, phobia, um, whenever you hear laughter, you're afraid that they're laughing about you or laughing at you. That's what the fear is. So I, I, feel like I, I feel like I had that when I was young. I was really insecure when I was young. I was traumatized at age six. And um, it just always felt when I walked in a room, if anybody was laughing, they were laughing at me. That's just what I felt. It was from the trauma. And the Lord's healed me now. And so if you want to laugh freely in my presence, go ahead. I won't take it personally. All right, but any of you, has any of you ever kind of experienced that just a little bit for any reason where you felt people were laughing at you? It's very uncomfortable, isn't it? And that's the one time, that remember the trivia video? That's the one time when people will hate laughter because they feel like it's uh, really la somebody laughing at them. If you've ever had that, you should know that you are really rarely the object of that laughter, and that you can fight back by laughing at yourself. By laughing at yourself. All right. Let's take a look at the next slide. Laughing makes me laugh. How many know that to be true? If you are, even if you're kind of in a downer mood, if, if you, if all of a sudden some huge laughter start breaking out in this room, wouldn't that get you going? Wouldn't that, what's the first thing that happens when you hear people laughing? Really? Uh, huh? First thing that happens is what? You smile. That's the first thing that happens. And then if it goes on for a while, what happens after a while? You start laughing. You don't have any idea why. But it's just, it's fun, and it's funny, and you're, and you just. So, Sophie Scott at the University College in London monitored subjects' brains while she played laughing sounds. And she found out that the region of the brain, wherever that's at, that prepares the muscles in the face to move was activated. So it's actually a brain connection. Something triggers in your brain that makes your face curl up into a smile. Isn't that interesting? Um, so it's almost, in some cases, it's almost impossible not to smile or laugh when people are doing a hilarious laughter, isn't it? Isn't that true? All right. Well, you don't have to conduct a scientific study to know that as soon as you see someone laughing, you start smiling, and so it continues. So what do we want to take home from that? Let's be, let's be that contagious, let's be that contagious conduit to happiness, to laughter. All right. Moving on. Spiritual benefits of laughter. We're going to get out of here really early. I'm almost done. We'll think of something to do. 
I think, uh, Cisco, I think you touched on it. Uh, I thought you were going to actually call for prayer when you said, sometimes we need to pray for each other. I think that's what we might do just for a few minutes at the end. But spiritual benefits of laughter. Let's look at Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. We have a good, good God. We have a glad, glad Father. He has a happy, happy heart. I love this visual here. That if you think about the older person as God and this other younger person as you, that's how our relationship with God should be. He says, I delight in you. And we say, I delight in you. He says, you're the best. And we say, you're the best. He says, you're my beloved. And we say, I'm your beloved. And you're my beloved. All right. Next slide. Of course, we already covered this topic about health benefits for laughter. But it's in the Bible. A merry heart does good like medicine. But a broken spirit dries the bones. That's Proverbs 17, 22. So next slide shows this. A happy heart makes the face cheerful. Right? That guy is happy. But heartache crushes the spirit. That's Proverbs 15, 13. All right, I just want to repeat that again since we have the time. A happy heart makes the face cheerful. A happy heart makes your face cheerful. Heartache crushes the spirit. Now, sometimes we go through things in life. We're going to be crushed in our spirit, aren't we? Nobody's going to take that away from you. We have those times. We have those times. But there's always the next chapter of your, of your book. There's a next chapter coming. There's a better chapter coming. All right, next slide. The Lord hears our cries for help, and he turns everything around for good. All right, Psalm 30, 11. Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. Okay? So he's asking the Lord. He's praying. I need your help. Have mercy on me. Be my helper. In the very next verse, you've turned my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. So moral of the story, cry out to him. Cry out to him for mercy. Ask him to be your helper and watch him do that. Watch him turn your mourning into dancing. Watch him put off your sackcloths. 
and be clothed with gladness. Sackcloth is almost like a grave cloth, practically. Uh, I, better, I better not say anything more because I'll butcher it, but there's more to the sackcloth. All right, next slide. Laughter is part of God's kingdom. Okay, Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. Romans 14, 17. Luke 17, 21, B. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. Let's talk about that for a minute. Okay, so, okay, we're going to break it down. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The kingdom of God is within you. Oh, my gosh. That is so, such good news. That is so exciting. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The kingdom of God is within you. Good stuff. All right. So the biggest question, I'm already closing up. Then, then we will pray for each other. The biggest question that's been on my mind when I first started this is, why? Why did God give us the gift of laughter? I mean, we've, we've seen all those reasons. They're wonderful, beautiful reasons. They're healthy reasons and, and relational reasons and genetic reasons. But why? Next slide. Because we're created in his image, and he loves to laugh. He loves to laugh. He rejoices over you. He sings over you. And he loves to laugh. And you're created to laugh. So we have, just, we have some time here. I, I do want to take advantage of uh, what Cisco started on during the worship time. If you have been having a hard time figuring out how to find your laugh, let's pray for you. If you've had a hard time feeling like people don't understand you and they laugh at you and you don't even want to open up your mouth sometimes because you're afraid they're going to laugh at you, we want to pray for you. If there's any problem that you're having at all, any problem you're having at all, we want to pray for you. So let's, let's do this. Let's all get together in groups of like three. Groups of three and spend like five minutes praying for each other. Is that okay? Can we do that? And at the end of that five minutes, I'm going to uh, come back up here and close off in prayer. We'll still get out of here a little bit early.